Welcome to the Overflow Podcast by New River Church, where we seek to provide authentic, practical, biblical encouragement beyond Sunday services. I'm your host, Sally Peavy, and today, Pastor Vern and I are talking about singleness in a pandemic. This has been a particularly tough year for everyone, but Pastor Vernon is giving us some special insight into what it's been like for single people, as well as providing some much-needed truth and encouragement. If you're not single, don't tune out or skip this episode. He has some special encouragement for you, too. So listen in and enjoy this conversation. Hello, hello, Pastor Vernon. (laughs) Welcome to the Overflow Podcast for the first time since quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. It's been a long time. What's up, sales dog? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, we, I feel like lots of nicknames have been developed over the last few months. That's oh, yeah. good. That means you're getting close. Uh-huh. Everybody's feeling like family. Yep. I became, did I, am I sal dog? Is that who I've, I am? I've called you, I know, sal, <laughs> I get a lot of, dog. Uh, yeah, something. S-P-B. What, what was it? As I, I, there was somebody who used to call, like after me and Brandon first got married, mm. would call me Speedy. 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 I like that. Speedy. <laughs> That's tight. That's tight. Um, but yeah, um, you just became Vern. Okay. So there it is. Vern. Yeah. There it is. I think my favorite so far, and this was in our group text, mine, yours, and Denise's was, um, I think you guys used to call her, and maybe you still do, and that's yeah. fine. D nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But to me, she is Sunny D. Sunny D. She I like is, it. right? Is that not so it. fitting for yep. her personality? Um, well, welcome back. I'm so excited um, that you're here in the podcast room. It makes me so happy in yes, the studio. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I would love mm-hmm. to hear, like, and I'm sure a lot of people would love to hear, will you just catch us up on what has been going on in your life over the last several months? Um, you know, again, we were all blindsided in March when it was like, all right, everybody pack up and go home now. Yeah. Um, because there's a global pandemic happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, of course, was just kind of out of nowhere. And so what has life been like? I'd love to hear life, ministry, all the things. Sure, catch yeah. Us up. Yeah, that really was out of nowhere, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, You know, I kind of, even remember, like, when I saw it, you know, going down to China yeah. in December, I think it was, and being like, man, I feel so sorry that that's yes. taking place over China right now. <laughs> Not realizing, it's like, oh, let's go. Yeah. You know, we're going to find ourselves in the place we're in now. It's Honestly, crazy. I, and it felt, but, yeah. it almost felt like closing in yeah. on, like, uh, us. We're not um, New York, you right, know, like. Right. And so you, well, like, I just things happening, like, with California and New York. And then uh-huh. it was like, wait a second. Are we, are we all about to go home? And then it was like, yeah. okay, it's here. go home Yeah, now. That was, <laughs> was something so else. so wild. So wild. So, yeah. yeah, during that time, it was, uh, uh, you know, uh, that season of shutdown mode. Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, the entire country shut down kind of thing. Um, but one thing I will say, what was neat, and I've spoken to a lot of people about this, um, where God has just, clearly um, shown them their heart's passion and desire or what they feel called to do in the midst of the COVID season. Right, yes. Not saying that's completely gone away. I'm just saying during that time of shutdown where Mm -hmm. they just had to rely. People I know of someone who got furloughed and um, but how God used that to really speak to him clearly because he had so much time to just uh, seek God and and really, man, what do I want to do with my life? Yes. How can I use my giftings most for God's glory? And I've had numerous conversations with people like that. So, you know, in the midst of COVID, God has done a lot. It's been mm-hmm. it's been cool. But um, as far as, you know, personal life, <clears throat> you know, uh, man, so much has happened since, gosh, the last <laughs> yeah. podcast, March or whenever that was. Um, so let's see here. Over the summer <laughs> slash spring, bought a house. Okay. Yeah, bought a <laughs> yeah. house. Uh, oh, I know. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> that I was, love your house. Oh, thank you so much. It was a total God thing. I yeah. uh, was not expecting that. My plan 
mm-hmm. you know, two to three years from now, maybe next year, earliest. Um, but God made it very clear. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was, um, I was, I remember one day uh, just praying, uh, I actually want to say in the closet, literally like yes, in a closet. <laughs> yes. And at the, at the apartment, because we were in the apartments for three and a half years. And um, again, it was totally content. Uh, we loved the place, loved our neighbors, loved the community. Um, <clears throat> but I was praying and I just felt like God was impressing on me a new chapter, mm-hmm. a new beginning. Wow. And I didn't know what all that meant. And plus, I always, whenever, you know, our feelings can deceive us. So I always try to test that with time. Because um, if it doesn't line up with God's word nor its character, then clearly it's not him. And our mm-hmm. feelings, they go back and forth like the wind. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful with that. But it that feeling kept getting stronger and stronger. And, and long story short, I mean, it kind of pursued us. I was, wasn't necessarily looking for a house, but was open to it. And uh, God just, man, it was, it's, it's just amazing. We thank God for it. Uh, such a blessing for the boys and I, and kind of surprised them with it too. And they yeah. were so excited. So we had a, man, we've had a, just a great time, especially over the summer. Um, a lot of staycation, uh, a couple of staycations. Yeah. Um, a lot of dancing still. Yeah. <laughs> lots of singing, lots of <laughs> celebrating, just giving. Y'all God so praise. Fun. Yeah, we um and had like some family core values, even though we <clears throat> excuse me, um came up with them back in, I don't know, November or December of last year. That um kind of just we want that to be a hallmark for our family, mm-hmm. uh, or kind of like a banner over our family. Some of those family core values are well, they are. Oh Lord, I better remember the family core values. <laughs> you uh, remember. <laughs> I know, it's okay. Right? It's like it's like stage fright. It's yes. like all of a sudden you go blank. I exactly. totally get that. <laughs> okay, so that's right. Love. Love's the uh-huh. first one. Love for God, love for others, and serving others. Mm-hmm. Um uh joy, mm-hmm. uh not being bound by our circumstances, but allowing the joy of the Lord to permeate our hearts. And so, so we express that through celebration, singing and dancing, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um uh, gratitude, being thankful for what we have, therefore not lusting after what we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, grace, God has been gracious to us, therefore we should be gracious to one another and others. And then rest, um, you know, just make sure we spend quality time together. Yeah, and I recessing, love that. you know, from the daily things, um, yeah. work, whatever it may be. But so we've, I mean, it's been great. We've had a lot of fun, have grown together. It's been a blessing. You came over and Took some wonderful pictures for us and captured a lot of amazing moments. And we thank God for that. So that's kind of, um, I don't know, some back to cutting grass now. Yes. And I'm actually (laughs) enjoying it. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying (laughs) it. That's been cool. Uh, Been decorating around the house a little. I've been called a Devo. Oh. Um, You know, I'm not a Devo. I'm a Devo. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, a Devo. You know, uh, so doing a little bit of that. Um, Let's see here. I don't know. Just a, a, a lot of fun. A lot of. A lot of change in our lives. We love the neighborhood, love the community, love getting to uh, meet some new neighbors and building relationships. And we've mm-hmm. already seen God move there uh, with some things and very excited about that and all the neighborhood has to offer. So it's been not only um, a fun time, but also a faith-filled time too yeah. because God's doing some things um, that we're just ex- excited about. Yeah. So um, we we give God all the praise. This summer has been a blessing in the midst of the chaos and craziness. Yes. God Would has been know- good. I'll say, like, I, I feel like that has been the story for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my hope is that we don't just look back at 2020 and look at all of the chaos that mm-hmm. happened, but there are some incredible things still happening. And, yeah. like, just, you know, mile marker moments for a lot of people. Like, I, just a lot of even just my friends who are having babies mm-hmm. in the middle of all of this chaos. But that's right. new life, and that's a sweet yeah. time. And lots of friends who are— 
moving on like in a, a new chapter, buying new houses and yeah. things like that. It's just been um, really cool to see that um, I think even in the midst of all of this chaos, we just understand that the Lord, everything that we have comes from the Lord. He's Amen. the one who provides. Mm. We don't have to be worried about anything. Amen. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, as the, you know, as chaos ensues in this crazy world right now, like that does not dethrone God. It doesn't dethrone his love for us. It doesn't yeah. dethrone his power. I mean, it's, it's all, he's over every bit of it. And so I, you know, overarching, we will look back at 2020 and joke a lot of how crazy <laughs> of a year it was. You know, yeah. I think we definitely will, but I hope, I hope that, um, that we also just are able to remember all of the good things that, the that's what makes them so good is that there are things that are thriving in the midst of like pandemonium, yeah. you know, which yeah. makes it really cool. Um, well, thanks for sharing all that. I've loved Absolutely. watching that journey too. That's been super exciting to watch you guys um, get into your new home and it just seems so good. Like the boys, they just seem so happy and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So that has been um, just a joy to watch as well. So thanks for sharing all that. Yeah, that that sounds you. like a, it sounds like a good summer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, was, it really does. It was a, it was a blast. And thank you for walking. Amazing. That uh, you guys have been so gracious and so kind to walk the journey with us. And yeah. just so grateful. So thank you, Sally. Man, yeah, we love you guys. You. It's just so exciting. So good. Mm -hmm. Well, um, as we were kind of talking through what we wanted to kind of chat about today, um, you know, we kind of revisited that topic of singleness, which mm -hmm. we did an episode on in season one, mm -hmm. um, which was super powerful, I think, mm -hmm. for lots of people. So mm -hmm. um, now, <laughs> um, in a time where people were like forced into isolation, um, it's almost like some of those things, like people who are single, some of those things that we talked about last time could even be more highlighted. Some mm -hmm. of the more, more difficult parts of, of not being in a relationship or not being married or, um, just being single, that some of those could be highlighted and it could be a really difficult, I almost want to say like it could be, it has the potential to be a damaging time, mm -hmm. but that is why I'm excited for us to chat about this today mm -hmm. so that we can kind of we slash you, like really you can speak into, mm -hmm. um, you know, some of the the thoughts that might be happening for people who are single or some of the emotions that might be taking place and and be able to speak some truth into those things and um, even some validation, but also just like really reminding um, people of, of what's true. So, yeah. I, you know, so that makes me really excited to talk about this again today. So um, kind of where, where did you start with thinking of this topic of, of you know, of wanting to touch on singleness, particularly during the, the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you, for me personally, I mean, I just, um, you know, when everything was shut down and, hey, I thank God, you know, we all had one another. But I know uh, for me personally, um, you know, there, there can be certain days where it's lonely, you know, being single, especially if you are used to being around, you know, other people or, um, you know, you were married and then you went through something and you're no longer married, whatever the case may yes. be. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, there are days where it can be lonely, but COVID kind of intensified mm -hmm. that because uh, not only do you deal with already certain emotions, maybe you also um, are now having to stay stuck in your house and that kind of thing. Now, I thank God um, it's, we're not as, I don't want to, yeah, I guess we're not as caged in as we were before. Right. But for me, during those times, I remember those, uh, the days when that loneliness would um, ensue, it was intensified. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, holy cow. And so, I, I mean, I um, that can, uh, the emotions can be difficult. I mean, you even look at like, 
and not just even for single people, but just people in general. Right. I mean, seeing that the National Suicide um, Prevention Hotline, the, the calls were off the chart mm. because so many people were dealing with depression and all these things. And so I think one thing, um, the COVID has shed light on many things, but one thing I definitely think it shed light on is that God has created us and wired for relation, yes. us for relationships and community. Um, yeah. We see that from the very beginning. We yeah. see that. And it just validates it all the more that yeah. uh, we we need one another and we're wired for relationships. Um, but <clears throat> during that time, so I know some of the thoughts that went through my mind or things that I may have struggled with. And, um, you know, if we're not careful, we can allow what's taking place in the world, you know, around us to begin to speak a truth within us. Right. And you know what I mean? Yes. And that's just, and we, we, yeah, if we're not careful, it could just drive us away. And so I know, like, even, I, I forget where, what happened. I either had to go to a doctor's appointment or I did something. Um, and on that, on the form, oh, there was a census too. That's right. Census papers. <gasps> yes. Came that's right. That's right. And um, they asked questions like, you know, are you single? Where, you know, kind of like your status. And yes. I guess, you know, yes, you have categories, married, single, divorced, whatever those things may be. But in the midst of asking those questions, you can be easily feel like, man, you know, a single person is a lower class person. And that's mm. that's not the case. And so part of what I want to do is just remind us is that, like, our identity is found in Christ, yeah. in the person of Christ, not in another person. Yeah. And that we're not lesser than uh, just because someone is single yeah. or is not with somebody else. Um, so, yeah, like... I, <laughs> During this time, I had to, when I was purchasing the house, you know, you, they have to check your credit score. Yes. And um, I remember, you know, they have the different categories. What is it? Uh, bad, uh, satisfactory. Yeah. Um, good or great, exceptional kind of yeah. thing. And uh, I remember uh, looking over those things and I was like, wow, I feel like, you know, I'm certain a lot of times we as single people can treat uh, singleness or look at it that way. Mm. Hey, if we are... Um, you know, if you're single, then maybe you're in that uh, bad category, wow. right? Yeah. Um, or if you're looking at the, if you're looking on a scale, you're at the, you're at the bottom of the scale, right? And then if you're, if you're dating, uh oh, you're moving up just a wow. little. Okay, you're getting there. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're married, oh, you, you, you've made it. You have made it. Mm. And now, oh, you're married with children. And you have a, you know, you have kids and a dog, you know what I mean? And a, a house. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have really made it. You have now reached diamond status. You have now reached uh, exceptional or great status. And that's not how God's economy yes. works. You know what I mean? Yes. That's not how God's econ economy works. A hundred percent. I think that's so, that's so relatable. I remember having a conversation um, with a friend and, um, you know, she, um, without, I think, you know, divulging too much, just her marriage had kind of fallen apart. And I, um, her, her husband had left. Um, she had done everything that she could to, you know, stay faithful to that, yeah. to try in that marriage and everything like that. And then yep. I just remember um, when the day came that it was like, okay, this is really not gonna, this is not gonna be put back together. There's just not a, a mutual, you know, hey, let, let's work on this or anything like that. And yeah. she was just like, I just feel like now I'm divorced. Now it's now I've somehow taken three steps backwards. Mm. Like it's this linear or ladder right. type of system. Like, okay, yeah. now I get married. I take that step. Now right. we have babies. We take that step. And then if something happens, now we're now we're down three rungs, you know? Yeah. Which mm. is, and I just remember in that moment saying, 
it is not this like linear timeline. Like I, I, I visualize like a history timeline in a yeah. book where it's like this line and here's your dot when, mm-hmm. you know, when you met, here's your dot when you got engaged, here's your dot. And right. it just keeps moving forward. That's just not what it looks like right. to have a story, right. <laughs> it, you know, and not mm-hmm. everyone's story, you know, not to get all cheesier or make this elementary at all. Cause it, it, you're dealing with very real emotions that feel that way. Yeah. But the reality is a story is this free flowing thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like our story with God, our, our journey with him in our life, it's just this free flowing river. We just kind of arrive, you know, at, at the next thing. And that doesn't mean we go forward or backwards. We're just living out our story, um, giving God, you know, uh, he, he has all of these beautiful things that he weaves and and works together and, Mm -hmm. and it becomes a part of our testimony, you know? And so, Anyway, I just think that's probably really powerful for someone to hear yeah. um, that I'm not, you know, three steps ahead if I got this, and I'm not three steps back if this happened. No. You know, it's yeah. it. That's just not again the way that God works. That's not the way that you know our stories work. Yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, and uh, the goal of the gospel is Christ likeness. Like He yes. transforms us. Um, he may, He's conforming us to His image. And that's for every single person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not, yes. no pun intended, but that's for every <laughs> yeah. single person, literally. Um, yeah. You know, and so whether you are single, whether you're divorced, whether you're married, uh, whether you're dating, whether you're engaged, whether you're not, the no matter where you are, whatever season you find yourself in in life, all of our call is the same, to yes. bring glory to God mm-hmm. Every in the situation that we find ourselves in. Absolutely. All the same. So good. So, yeah. So that, I, I don't know. I just felt like that's something we wanted to remind and encourage, you know, um, um, anyone who finds himself, um, you know, at a time where they're struggling, you know, yeah. being single. Now, there are plenty of single, and I know um, some as well, like, uh, that just enjoy being single. They're yeah. content with it. I mean, it's, there's, I mean, it's awesome. It really is it's yeah. a blessing. I mean, um, but if God wants to do something else, um, and bring somebody in, then great, praise God for that. But I just, for people in general, in society in general, not to look at singleness as a lower class or a bad thing. It's Absolutely. A thing. Yeah. yeah, or something mm-hmm. to be, I, I do remember that from our last conversation, something yeah. to be sorry about, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like like feel sorry for right. them for either, which, right. I, of, cor- and like, it, of course, it's just such a delicate thing. Uh-huh. And But that's also the importance of like, you're dealing with an individual person and, right. and what do they need? And maybe they do feel sad about being single. And so exactly. you cater to that need. But then also right. you have single friends who are totally fine with where they are. Exactly. They're, you know, focusing on other things, you yep. know, things in their life. And that's that's beautiful too. So that's yeah. just the importance of like these personal relationships, which I, I kind of want to touch on that too, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we've been talking about compassion. Mm-hmm. And I think um, there are lots of different ways to have compassion for people right now. And um, one thing I would love to put on people's radar is, first of all, thinking of, because even when you talk about that, Vernon, and even just sitting here right now, I it makes me sad to think mm-hmm. that there were times that you were having days that were really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When yeah, you felt sure. like that those feelings were so intensified. Yeah. Um, gosh, I do hate, I hate that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so getting our minds to be thinking about, yeah, man, like this, this time is really difficult for 
for particularly for people who are stuck at home mm. and who are who don't have anybody, you right. know, to be yeah. there to be alone with. Right. Um, how can we be thinking or like what are some things that have either impacted you or what are some ways that people either who aren't single or maybe it is it's single people think caring for other single friends mm-hmm. too. It could be anything, but how can we really be caring for the single people in our life? What is something that would mean a lot during this time? where some people are still being cautious and all that kind of stuff. Just what are some things that, um, some ideas maybe that we could give some people today to just like a small little bit of compassion to, to spread to, to people who might be single Mm -hmm. during this time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a good bit of things that run through my head. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, um, uh, for me, um, and what I've seen with others, uh, that it's been a blessing. I'm talking about other, uh, friends or people that I know that are single. Um, and this is more so towards the single person yeah. first, but just being able to, to um, encourage and serve others, mm-hmm. you know, um, helps, you know, uh, that individual get them eyes, their eyes off themselves. Not, I'm not minimizing any struggle or anything like that. No. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is uh, by being, you know, <laughs> binging, uh, binge watching Netflix is only going to get you so far. Right. You know, you can do <laughs> right. that all day, every day right. uh, if you want to. But that's only going to get you so far. And it's not healthy for you. Mm. And especially if you're watching the news all day, definitely not mm. healthy. Um, right. But, the, but the, to the ability that you're able to or the capacity that you're able to to get out of yourself mm-hmm. and encourage someone else or serve somebody else, um, there's a need or whatever that may be. That's great. Now, again, everybody's situation different. Uh, but if you're really struggling as a single, what others can do, um, and as people have done for me, just, I mean, simply as reaching out mm. and having a conversation. Exactly. The times when we weren't able to go out and people would text or just, you know, give a phone call and, mm-hmm. and have a chat was a blessing. Yeah. Was a blessing. And so I guess you could say they were getting themselves out of them sh- their shoes yeah. and thinking about someone else too. Um, and I'm talking about married people, single people, whoever it was, and just checking in on one another. And that was a blessing. So it was almost like a circle of, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you? You know what yes, I mean? All that kind of yes. stuff. Um, and so, I, you know, that's one reaching out to someone. Definitely praying, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for the individual because God moves and works through prayer. And there's no doubt. Uh, I mean, I've seen this happen so much. Pastor Brian talked about it. He mentioned, if you pray, God, show me who I can encourage today or who, you know, lead me to someone who I can serve or be a blessing to or whatever. He will answer yes. that prayer. I mean, yes. that's a part of his will. He's always going to answer our prayers according to his will. So always. And so, um, you know, so prayer, I'm reaching out. And then depending on the comfort level, you know, having somebody over or going over to them, you know, inviting some somebody over. If you know somebody who's single and really struggling, mm-hmm. and maybe they're going through, it's not just that they're single, but also they maybe lost their job or something or furloughed or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's so many different things. But just... Um, I don't know, just being a blessing to them yeah. and, and just being around one another, um, being around someone else. So, you know, if you have the capacity to do so, um, you know, reach out and, and if you're comfortable, have somebody over, you know? Yes. Um, those are just some of the things that go through my mind. I know for me, um, when I didn't have the boys just going on a lot of walks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Clearing my head, staying, instead of staying stuck in the house all day. Things like that. I mean, there were things to do. Obviously, we had stuff to do. Right. Even, um, as we were all work from home and, and whatnot. But um, just anything to keep the mind active mm-hmm. um, and not to allow it to dwell on negative things. So those are just a couple of things that come to my mind, both to the single person and to the person who's not single, 
who can reach out to and, and encourage or serve or be a blessing yeah. to someone who lives. Oh, I love that, Vernon. Yeah. And I think uh, even just kind of drawing back to what you said, it's just, if anything, this um, this pandemic has highlighted how much we really need each other, mm-hmm. like how much how much community really matters. And yeah. when all of the, when we don't have lights, when we don't have, you know, loud music or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, what, at the end of the day, what does it all boil down to? What do we, what are we created for? And we are created for worship and fellowship with yeah. each other. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just a part of who we are. And I, I've always loved the picture that even within the Trinity itself, there is fellowship and we get to be, mm-hmm. you know, a, a living representation of that, yes. you know, um, just a, a gathering. Yeah. And so that's also been really not like mm-hmm. that. That's what made quarantine so tough too. I, I would think particularly for single people, because mm-hmm. not only are you like, it's being at home alone and stuff like that. And then like also just your people, your friends right. and people you would normally see. It's also, you're out of that routine, out of, um, you know, getting hugs from friends and acquaintances and mm-hmm. even strangers, you know, it's, yeah. um, I'm sure it created such a, a crazy thing. So I love that you have given really practical ways for people to to step outside of themselves because mm-hmm. that's what it is. And when things are unprecedented and everyone is kind of in this heightened state of anxiety and what's happening, what's going to happen, it is hard for us to get outside of ourselves. But I, I think we have seen a lot of that. People yeah. kind of stepping outside of their own their own issues that they might even be dealing with, but really reaching into the lives of other people. And that has been, I think, really beautiful to watch and, and will be, you know, beautiful to continue seeing, you know? Um, So thank you so much for sharing that. I'd love to know if you have any other final thoughts or encouragements um, for, I mean, single people, non-single people alike. (laughs) There's so many, I mean, I feel like there's so many things that, you know, can be said. Um, But, um, you know, if anybody has any questions, um, they could always email me or email us on Facebook page or me at, you know, Vernon at newriver.church. We'd love to connect. But uh, one other thing before I'll share uh, just some verses that mm-hmm. have been encouraging to me over these months um, is that we did a um, did an interview with Anna Dresdo yes. back in, uh, I want to say, it was either March or April when all this started going down. She just gave some great tips. If somebody's struggling with, you know, um, you know, uh, mentally or whatever, mm-hmm. depression, whatever it may be, uh, it's good for anybody, single, married, whoever you are. Um, it's just, it was, it was great. She gave, gave some great tips and and tools, and that was you can go to our Facebook page. Probably have to scroll back a little yeah. way, but we did a Facebook live with that. Amazing. And uh, Anna Dresdo is a so licensed good. counselor here in South Carolina. She's one of our group leaders um, uh, within the church as well, and just a solid uh, woman of mm-hmm. God. But um, I would encourage people to go back and look at that as well. But uh, I just want to close out with these um, words from Paul that he wrote to the church, yeah, uh, to the that. Ephesian church. Uh, first verse is, is it's Ephesians chapter one verse four, um, and it says, "Even before he talking about God, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into His own family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. Check this out. Check this out. This is what He wanted to do, and it gave Him." great pleasure like he wasn't forced to do anything you know what I mean he wasn't um no he wanted to do Mm -hmm. this and it brought him great pleasure too that he loved us uh he loves us that much and that when he sees us he sees Christ and uh he did things in such a way to present us holy and faultless 
in his eyes. I just, I, I love that because there's nothing I can do to make God love me anymore. Nothing I can do to make God love me any less. Yeah. And he loves me based upon who he is and not what I do. And in this season, that's just what a beautiful uh, encouragement and reminder with all that's taking place mm-hmm. right now. And then the last verses is Ephesians 3, 16 through 21. It says, um, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Mm. Man, we need to hear that. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Vernon. That was so nice. <laughs> we should probably end every podcast that way. Amazing. Sure. Thank you so much. And um, thanks for talking about this topic. I know that um, I know that it comes from a, a a really personal place for you. And I think that means a lot that you would share um, things that God is showing you. And I think it brings a lot of freedom, a lot of peace, um, and a lot of hope to a lot of people. So thank you again for joining us. Um, Loved this. Thank you. Thank you. And we can't wait to have you back on The Overflow next time. Thanks, Sally. All right. Thanks, Vernon. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. If you'd like to know more about New River Church and the ministries or opportunities we have for you and your family, please visit newriver.church. If you have a question or a topic that you would like for one of our pastors to cover in a podcast, please visit newriver.church forward slash podcast and send us a message. May God cover you with his goodness and grace and may Jesus always be enough. Talk to you next Wednesday.